Students in our school system have been labeled as smart as long as they get high marks on academic tasks. What we've learned, though, is that success in life is actually not predicted by report cards, but in how well people understand themselves and those around them. The concept is called emotional intelligence, and it's likely something you've never been tested on. It's time to get educated. Welcome everyone to Educated, where we break down the walls of higher learning with easy-to-follow academic discussion in psychology and related topic areas. My name is Mario Ricchetta, and this time, I want to discuss something that's really gained traction over the past 25 years or so, and that's the way in which we think about intelligence, in other words, how smart we are. In a traditional sense, and I'm sure you can all relate to what I'm saying here, intelligence has been measured by how well we perform academically. And when we think about being smart, this historically has meant how well we do with the three R's of the school system. I'm talking about reading, writing, and arithmetic. Now to go along with this, we're all familiar as well with the grading scales used at schools. Whereas if you're a straight A student, this means you're at the head of the class. You're very smart. And if you get B's, well, then congratulations, you're average. And anything below this, that just means you've got some work to do. At least, this is what the grading scale or measurement scale of our school system has shown us. And as such, in my opinion anyway, there's been a lot of students over the years who've thrown their hands up at the system, basically given up at school or even dropped out of school because they never felt that they were smart enough, and in turn, worthy enough to find success. But around the mid-90s, a psychologist by the name of Daniel Goleman released a book called Emotional Intelligence, and this really started to change the game in terms of how we think about what it means to be smart. Since this book's release, Goleman's theory, though it's admittedly been criticized by some, has really gained traction in not just the realm of psychology, but even more so in the overall scheme of our popular knowledge base. It's provided more depth, more insight into the ways in which we measure how smart a person is. Simply put, the concept of emotional intelligence refers to our ability to express and control our own emotions while also being able to understand, interpret, and respond to the emotions of others. Now, before Goleman's theory, there's been a lot of other work in psychology about intelligence, and you're probably familiar with one gentleman in particular by the name of Howard Gardner, who proposed a theory of multiple intelligences. And this is the idea that intelligence is not simply a single general ability, but that people could have strengths across a number of areas, including being word smart or number smart or smart with music, etc. Goleman's theory of emotional intelligence fits along this spectrum as he emphasizes that 
being smart actually means being good at getting in touch with your own emotions and the emotions of others. The kicker here is that Goleman has suggested that a person's emotional quotient, or EQ, which refers to the strength of their emotional intelligence, is so important that it may even be a better predictor of success than traditional intelligence, which historically has been measured as an intelligence quotient, or IQ, using standardized tests. Now, this is a pretty bold idea. I mean, when you look back to anything we've ever really been taught, it's this notion that the higher your IQ is, the smarter you are, period. An IQ of 100 means you're average, and if you happen to have an IQ higher than that, well then, good for you, you're going to be able to get better jobs, do whatever you want in life, and be more successful. But the reality is, research has shown us that IQ, though a measurable thing, actually doesn't measure a person's smarts. It more realistically measures the capacity for a person to learn something. And even so, we've also learned over the years that there's something called a floor effect for IQ in any job area, really. For example, all engineers have an IQ of 115 or more, so the range of variance is very reduced for IQ and success. So what is it then that could better predict or determine an individual's likelihood to be successful. This is where we need to look at the notion of how well people understand themselves and how well they understand others. This is where emotional intelligence, or EI, comes into play. And really, there's four pillars of EI that can provide for us a nice overview of what it means to be emotionally intelligent. The first pillar has to do with being aware of your own emotions. We'll call this self-awareness. Pillar number two is about understanding other people's emotional expressions. And we'll call this other awareness. The third pillar Managing our own emotions in healthy and constructive ways, also known as self-management. And last but not least, pillar number four, it's about using emotions wisely during social interactions. We'll call this interpersonal management. Now, the Greek philosopher Aristotle wrote a lot about emotions, and he had this principle that's really useful in terms of how Goldman may have arrived at these aspects to emotional intelligence. Aristotle called it the golden mean, or the principle of moderation, where he said that we need all of the emotions at work, at home, at play, wherever, but we need them in the right degree. And basically, what Aristotle said is that we need to experience the right feelings at the right times toward the right people in the right way and in a balanced way. And this is what healthy living looks like in social groups. So I share this piece about Aristotle because when I talk about emotional intelligence, a lot of people sort of get their backs up against the wall and they may even say things like, well, it's not good to be too emotional. And this happens especially in the area of business where you might hear a lot that there's this unspoken rule of being cutthroat and being non-emotional in order to be successful. 
But whether we're focusing on Goleman's theory of emotional intelligence or bringing it back to the ideas of Aristotle, I think that we have to recognize there's a real value in showing emotion, most importantly, in showing it wisely. A lot of work being done in this area has attempted to demonstrate just how important the concept of EI or emotional intelligence is to a person's success. And studies have consistently shown that high EQ is tied to lower anxiety, lower stress, more skillful communication to diffuse conflict, more satisfying personal and professional relationships, and it's even been tied to a greater capacity to overcome life's challenges. There's been this popularized idea recently in the literature about grit and how it's grit that helps a person to sort of stick with a task in the face of difficulty. But really, grit is an emotional experience, and so it makes sense that being in touch with your own emotions is highly correlated with being better able to rise above challenges. Now, a question that's also come up in the research on emotion is whether a person's ability to have high emotional intelligence is fixed from birth, or if it's fluid or changeable through life. While it certainly is the case that some of us may be more genetically predisposed to having a higher EQ, in other words, some of us are just more naturally talented with understanding our own emotions and the emotions of those around us, it's also important to note that this isn't just a fixed quality. Just like a person can improve their logical intelligence through study and practice, so too can a person improve their emotional intelligence. This is good news for anyone listening who might think that they by nature are just a cold person or someone who wasn't born with the ability to show empathy. That's fake news, my friends. Every one of us has the capacity to practice and grow in our experience of emotion. And as such, we all have the capacity to experience the positive consequences of being emotionally in tune. And that includes lower anxiety, lower stress, meaningful relationships, and a greater capacity to stick things out when the going gets tough. As for what these emotions are that we're supposed to be experiencing, well, it was originally thought that there are just six categories of emotion, and these include happiness, sadness, anger, surprise, fear, and disgust. Over the years, though, this list has been proven to be less than exhaustive, and in fact, Dacker Keltner and his team of researchers have found that there are at least 27 emotional experiences that we're all capable of as humans. Now, this work from Keltner is widely accepted, and actually, he's such an expert in the field that he served as a consulting scientist for Disney Pixar's Inside Out, and I also believe that Facebook even got his input when they were deciding on which emojis to create for their platform. Ultimately, whether we're discussing the value of Keltner's research or applying the principles of Goleman's theory or even going back to Aristotle, I believe that one thing is certain. There is a great complexity to the human experience, and as such, there's more to being smart than just the single, solitary measure of how well we perform on academic tasks. 
a measure of emotional intelligence has been developed, which is reasonably valid and reliable. So I think it's time to embrace that not everything we were told as kids in school is necessarily true. Your grades on your report cards don't necessarily tell the whole story. And they certainly don't act as the crystal ball that's going to predict how well you're going to do in life. Now, this isn't to say that we should write off the value of school. I'm not saying that by any means, but it does serve to remind us that there's simply more to the human experience and that a great deal of it includes our ability to be in touch with our emotions and the emotions of those around us. So how emotionally intelligent are you? Are you able to sense where my feelings are right now? If you are, then you're picking up on the vibe that I'm feeling you should join me next time for another edition of Educated. Oh,